Well, praise the Lord. God bless each and every one of the listeners to stay into his word.com. Stay dot into his word.com and into his word.com. If you go to into his word.com, you may notice that you'll get a business card online because the website is under construction. Hopefully I could create something uh, a little more useful, a little more encouraging or just informational, but it will be a website. I'm not great at that, but I just do the best that I can. Amen. Amen. Well, we're considering uh, continuing today in the book of Acts. Acts changes things seriously. Action changes things seriously. So uh, let us pray, dear Lord and Savior, help us today with this word that it would get into the hearts and the minds of those that are listening and be shared abroad because we want this message, this gospel message to go out into the whole world for the whosoever will let them be saved by the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, we're continuing in chapter two. Uh Taken off in chapter two, uh, we are highlighting, keep in mind, we're just highlighting through the chapters things that I find that touched my heart, touched my soul, find it encouraging. And it's not all the chapters of the book of Acts, but it is quite a few of the chapters of the book of Acts. And I would like to share those with the good and faithful listeners. Uh, chapter two, we'll be touching on that right now. And we have the day of Pentecost was fully come, which means it's a few days after Easter. That celebration and Pentecost has fully come. And something has taken place when the day of Pentecost was fully come. And we can read about that in chapter two. And verse two, it says, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the house where they were sitting. Hallelujah. This is something that was promised, something that they was waiting for to happen. And when they were all in one mind and in one accord and in one place, hallelujah, had their minds set and they were praying, seeking after the Holy Ghost. This is what took place. Every man was speaking. Everyone gathered there, began to speak in another tongue. Uh, some of you may be familiar with the Azusa Street Revival in the 1800s with uh, William Seymour and a few others that were seeking after the Holy Ghost over on, uh, I think the street was Bonnie Bray in the downtown Los Angeles area. And they tarried just like these people tarried. They went there seeking, praying, fasting, believing and trusting God for the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost was poured out upon them in the 1900s early 1900s, just like the Bible says here in the book of Acts. So you can read about that. You can do the research on that. It's online, Azusa Street Revival, William Seymour. You can read all about it right there for those of you that are listening and have 
some sort of doubt in your mind. This was a ministry that Peter had, and this was uh, one of the first messages that he preached. And as Peter went on, he told the people that were standing by, uh, people from different languages, different parts of the world, I guess you would, or uh, different uh, dialects that they spoke. Uh, these people said, wow, we're hearing these guys, these Greeks, uh, these Romans or whoever they are, these Gentiles speaking in our language, in our individual language. How can that be? And Peter, he let them know, he said, but Peter standing up on verse 14 with the 11 lifted up his voice and said unto them, you men of Judea and all of you that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you and hearken to my words. This is very important. And I say to you, the listener, hearken unto my words. For these are not drunken as ye suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. Anyway, the third hour, somewhere between six in the morning and nine o'clock in the morning. They were there for morning prayer. They were there early in the morning seeking the Holy Ghost. And they the Holy Ghost was poured out uh, just like it was promised. Hallelujah. And, and chapter one, uh, verse eight, Jesus said, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And that's just what happened. The Holy Ghost came upon them and they spoke in other tongues as the Spirit of God gave utterance. And this is what Peter said. He said, but this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And that's in Joel 2, 28. He says, and it shall come to pass in, in the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your young men shall uh, see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. This was the prophecy. Hallelujah. And it's the fulfillment of the prophecy that they're going to dream dreams. They're going to speak in tongues. I'm going to tell you today that you can't just go to church and uh, where the Holy Ghost is falling. People are speaking in tongues and, and you're going to seek after the Holy Ghost yourself. And keep in mind that the initial sign, the first sign of receiving the Holy Ghost is speaking in tongues. This is known as the initial sign. It's more than just some warm, fuzzy feeling. It's more than just crying and weeping, which can be conviction, feeling sorrowful, for the things that you have done and God's spirit is dealing with you and cleansing you from all unrighteousness after you have repented. Hallelujah. Now, repentance. There is a formula. The first message is this. And then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. 
And he goes on to say, for the promise. You see, God doesn't turn back on his promises. He's never late, but he's on time. He knows just when to do what needs to be done and how to do it. He will meet you in your weakest spot. He will meet you, meet you at your lowest spot. He will meet you in between and at the highest spot in your life and fulfill the promises according to his will. So it says here that the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Hallelujah. Now, if you hearken unto my words, if you believe with all your heart, all your might, all your mind, and if you truly believe the word of God and receive it in 41, this is what Peter preached and this is what happened, hallelujah, when they gladly received his word, were baptized the same day unto them about 3,000 souls. Hallelujah. So when you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, which is the evidence of speaking in tongues, hallelujah, baptized in water, and it doesn't have to happen in that necessary order. But one thing that does have to take place first is going to be a repentance. Repentance needs to take place first. A sincere repentance, a sincere wanting to, and eventually turning away from your wicked and evil ways to all that are listening. Uh, hallelujah. That's what I like to highlight in chapter two. Let's move on to chapter three. Uh, briefly, we'll talk about Stephen. Uh, as we Stephen, as we read uh, in verses 12 through 26. Uh, hallelujah. Chapter 3, verses 12. And Peter saw it, he answered and said unto the people, ye men of Israel, why ye marvel? Hallelujah. Why do you marvel at this? Hallelujah. It's something that's taking place in the life. It's something that took place in people's hearts. Well, hallelujah. Let us go over. That's part of the same sermon. I'm sorry. Uh, got a little mixed up in my notes here. So don't marvel when you see this because it's for everyone. Hallelujah. Well, that's it for today. We're going to pick up on another patriarch, another forerunner of this great gospel next week. God bless you and keep you until we meet again. God be with you until we meet again.